Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I figured that it would be cool to jump on and talk about what can you do when the inevitable happens and you know you need to be exercising, but you just can't be fucked and you don't get it done. So I totally get, because I've been in this position many times, I totally get that making any change is hard work. I mean, let's get that out there. Let's be truthful. Let's be honest. I'm not going to jump on this podcast and tell you that I've never had these moments where I couldn't be bothered and I've I've always eaten well and I always exercise. And if I said that, I would be completely full of shit. So I totally get that making any kind of change is hard, especially when it comes to exercising. And the reality is our body doesn't want to do exercise. Our body actually wants to do as little as possible, which is why we would usually favor doing something like Netflix and eating biscuits and smashing through nine hours of a TV series. We'd much rather do that because if we compare exercise and sitting around doing fuck all that's another that's another aussie saying doing fuck all if we compare the two obviously you know which one wins and you know which one is easier and our body likes to go always with the least path of resistance so i totally get i totally get making change is hard and i get that reversing a potentially a very long time of a particular habit and a particular destructive habit has has made it difficult to to make a change you know it's not going to happen it's not going to happen overnight and i think it's important that i illustrate the fact that if you have ever felt that it's overwhelming and you just don't know where to start i can totally empathize with you because i've been in that position many times and many have my many of my clients have as well so Let's get that out in the way just so that we can have a little bit more understanding of the situation. And I get you have a really hard day at work and you've been it's been a really long day. You got up, you were at work before the sun went up and you get back when the sun has gone down. It's a really long day. You're potentially on the tools all day long. You're on the construction site in the burning heat, on a roof, in a roof, under the roof, <laughs> under the floor. I totally get it. You, you're busy. You got, you've got lots of responsibility and potentially you could get to the end of the day and you can't be fucked. You don't, the last thing you're thinking of doing is exercising. So I totally get it. I, I do totally get it. But what happens is there's a bit of a downward spiral with this whole situation. What does that mean? So if you have had a long day on the tools, in the sun, in the roof, under the roof, whatever, and you're tired and the last thing you're thinking of is not training, then what happens is not training leads for you to be more tired and the next day rolls around, you do the same thing with work and then chances are your nutrition, because you're tired, also suffers a kick in the guts. That's another Aussie saying because when you're tired, what do you feel like eating? It's definitely not broccoli. It's lots of biscuits and chips and chocolate and all that kind of nice lovely stuff, which obviously leads to weight gain because it's high in calories, which then leads you to feel even less bothered to train, less bothered to eat. And then we have this kind of downward spiral that a lot of people get themselves into. Yeah. So they get more tired, they put on weight, 
which makes them less motivated, which means that they continue doing this destructive behavior. And it literally goes on and on and on. It's just like a revolving door in a bad way. So let's get that out in the way. And if, you have, if you've ever been in this situation, which I know plenty of us have, then can I get a hell yeah in the comments? <laughs> so let's talk about a belief system and an incorrect one that us guys have. A lot of guys that I talk to have this incorrect belief system that says that they need to spend hours in the gym or in order to get the results that they're wanting, whether it be fat loss or muscle gain or maybe both, then they have this incorrect belief system that means that says to them that they need to spend hours in the gym in order to get results. So hours and hours and hours, two hours a day. And that becomes obviously very overwhelming to the modern day man who's really busy, who's already really stretched for time. The idea of him having to spend hours in order to get him the results that he wants is certainly feels like it's very, very unachievable. But I'm here to tell you that it's definitely possible to get your fat loss and muscle gain results that you are wanting, those juicy gains and those juicy fat loss results in a way that doesn't mean you don't need to spend hours and hours in the gym or hours and hours of exercise in general. So it's just an incorrect belief system that we have formed over time. I mean, it doesn't help when we have a lot of clickbaity rubbish style articles going around promoting this kind of information that sometimes is is good information, but it's not very practical and relevant to your current situation. And I get that you're busy. We are all busy. We We don't have lots and lots of hours to spend in the gym. We don't have lots of hours to be dedicating to meal prep and exercise. Like I get that you're very stretched for time as it is. So to add another time consuming exercise is just going to literally be the straw that broke the camel's back. Is that an Aussie saying? I don't know. I don't think that's an Aussie saying. So I get it. You need to be doing something that's not going to suck too many hours out of your day. Otherwise, if it is, then it's not going to be sustainable. Therefore, you're not going to continue doing it. Therefore, the whole shit just falls falls over and, and nothing actually happens in the form of momentum. So I've got some tips written down here that I'd like to share with you that I think that if you have ever been in this situation that you might find useful. Tip number one is start with any kind of momentum. I mean, sometimes we have this all or nothing kind of belief system, especially as us men like to do. It's either all or nothing. We either want to do 10 sessions a week or we want to do none. And if we can't do 10, then we're going to do none. And I think, I, I think it's a sneaky form of procrastination because it's like if I convince myself that I can't commit to 10 sessions and I have this belief system that the only way that I'm going to get to where I want to be with my health goals is to do 10 sessions. And it's really easy for me to throw my hands up in the air and say, oh, well, Daniel, you can't do 10 sessions, so you might as well do nothing. So I think it's a really little sneaky shit of a procrastination just wrapped up in a, in a, uh, in a different way. So what do I mean by start with any kind of momentum? Like, that's what I mean. Start with any kind of momentum. So if you are in a position where you're currently doing no exercise, like zero minutes, then it's not out of the it's not out of the question to think that doing 10, 10 minutes of daily exercise is going to be a bad thing. I mean, it's definitely not. It's it's a massive increase and improvement on from what it is that you're doing. If you're doing zero minutes, if you do 10, then that is a, a, a good form of momentum. And this is what I explain to my clients all the time. It's like, 
you have these goals and you have this idea of how many days you would want to train. And if you are doing zero and you want to do six session, six days a week training, then it doesn't make sense to go from one extreme to the other like that because chances are you're not going to continue doing it. There's a very, very, very high chance that you aren't going to continue it. You're not going to sustain doing it because the reality is if you were going to sustain do it, doing it, you would already be doing it and there's a reason why you're not doing it. So what I like to do, I like to be practical and I like to keep shit easy. So I get my clients doing something. I get them to go for a walk. I get them to track their steps. I get them to be more mindful of the amount of movement that they're doing. And then once we start having some data in the form of step counting, then we've got something to work with. And now we're not walking along this journey with our eyes completely closed and blindfolded. Now we've got something to work with and now we've got something tangible that is in our hand that we can start to manipulate and work on. But if you don't know what it is that you're currently doing, then how can you possibly make changes for it? So that's tip number one. Tip number two is make it a non-negotiable. What does that mean? You know how you've got those work meetings that come up in your Zooms and you know the job site meetings and whatever kind of work you do, you've got these, these commitments that you need to, must you must be there, you must do for work, right? So I would want you to do, to treat your exercise exactly like you treat your work meetings in the form that it's a non-negotiable, like it doesn't matter what comes up in your day, it doesn't matter how busy you think you are, how shit your sleep has been, whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, when life gets in the way, all this shit doesn't go to plan. I want this to be a non-negotiable like a fucking work meeting. I mean, if you had a non-negotiable at work, you're not going to be telling your boss or you're not going to be telling your employees that you're just like, you're not going to do what it is that you have to do for work because ah, uh, you, you had a bit of a rough night with sleep. Yeah, you can't really be bothered. You'd rather go for a nap. I mean, you don't do that. You don't do that with work. So I don't want you to do that with your training. And if you create this sense of urgent importance in a form of a non-negotiable, then you will be surprised of how much more you actually get done. But if you don't place a level, a certain level of importance on your exercise and you place a much higher level of importance with your work, which is what the fatal error that so many men make, then this explains why people let their health go and they just aren't able to stay on top of their goals. And that's where the the, the dad bod comes in and that's where that midsection belly fat starts to accumulate and get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and so do the excuses as well. The excuses are correlated highly with the amount of body fat I have found over the 14 years that I've been a personal trainer. So let's make your exercise agreement, let's make it a non-negotiable. And let's say to ourselves that, Coach Dan, no matter what comes up, I must do what it is that I said that I was going to do with my exercise. So if it's two walks a week, if it's three walks a week, if it's two gym sessions, if it's two gym sessions and one walk, whatever it is, make it a non-negotiable and make it that it doesn't matter what comes up in your day, that it's a must. Because when it's a must, then it gets done. And if it gets done, then you're so much more likely to actually achieve what it is that you you, you intended on in the first place. Make sense? Cool. Let's get into the next one. So find something that you enjoy. I mean, it seems a bit silly that I need to bring up this point, but so many people, so many guys I talk to are doing things for exercise that they don't enjoy. Now, I'm not suggesting that you have to be absolutely in love 
with going to the gym. I'm not saying that you have to absolutely love going for a run, going for a walk. <laughs> I don't want you to have to fantasize about it. I mean, you can. It's probably better if you do. You're probably a little bit weird if you do. But I'm saying that you can't hate it. You can't hate what it is that you're doing for exercise because if you hate it, then how long are you going to continue doing something that you hate doing is the question that I have for you. And the answer that you are going to give me is you're not going to do something that you hate doing for a long, long, long time. And even if you did do something that you didn't enjoy doing for a long, long, long time, you are going to hate the process. You're going to resent it. You are going to not enjoy the process and you are setting yourself up for a really painful existence. So find something that you enjoy. And if you don't know what you enjoy, then try things out. I mean, if you don't, if you don't try a certain food, then how can you know that you don't like it? So I'm a fan of, especially these days, I never used to be like this. I used to be very rigid with what it is that I tried with eating. But now I do my best to actually try anything at least once with food. Don't start going with your mind down the gutter and thinking of sexual things. We're talking about nutrition here. <laughs> so try something. Try something with your exercise. Try a sport. Try things on for size and see how they go. And give it enough time for you to give it a good go. Don't do it for a couple of minutes and think, no, this is not for me. I mean, give it a, give it a good couple of weeks and at least give, your give, give yourself a chance to actually know definitely if you if it is for you or if it isn't okay last tip that i'm going to share with you is the most important and that is when we are talking about exercise we can't go past the fact that you should be following a proper plan and a proper program what do i mean by that i talk to so many people that their training does not correlate with what their goals are most people, most guys that I talk to, their goal is primarily number one, it's fat loss, followed closely by number two, which is increase of muscle. Yet I find so many people, so many guys making the mistake of just following whatever with their training program. I mean, following, following their mate over there, following this something that they've seen on the internet there. And there's just no, there's no structure to what it is that they're doing. And there's no there's no relationship with their training and, and what it is that their goals are. So I'm a fan and I've been saying this for many, many years that your goals need to correlate with your training and your training needs to correlate with your goals. So if fat loss, like most guys that I work with, is their primary number one goal, then what that means is your training should correlate with what that goal is. And what that means is you should be following a plan and a program that's primarily focusing on fat loss. Because if fat loss is your number one goal, but you are training like a 1980s style bodybuilder, which is what a lot of guys are doing, in a sense that they'll do arms on one day, shoulders on another, back on another. I mean, this is a very outdated silly way of training and it's not a complete waste of time but it's just it's definitely not the best use of your time if that's what you're doing with your training so that's why it's important to follow a custom program or a program that's being designed with your goals in mind and your injuries in mind and your time availabilities in mind because if it doesn't factor if your program and what it is that you are following doesn't factor in any of those things. And this explains why so few people 
get to where they want to be with their goals is because none of this important stuff about them has been taken into consideration. Does this make sense? So you are so much more likely to get to where you want to be with your health goals if you follow a plan that has been created specifically for you around all of the things that I just discussed. If you are following a generic-based training program, then how in the world can you expect to get anything better than a generic-based result? I'll say that again. If you are following a generic-based training program, like all this crap that you see free on the internet, then how can you expect anything more than a generic-based result? And of course, this is what we get with most people. This is what this is a frustration that I talk about with a lot of guys is that they've been following whatever program and it just hasn't been getting them to where they want to be because it hasn't factored in anything about them and that's a massive problem and obviously you're stretched for time as it is so you want to be doing something that's going to give you the best bang for your buck in terms of a time ROI or return on investment. If you are investing your hard-earned time into something that's not going to get you to where you want to be, then I'm sure you would agree with me that that is a very silly system. Yet so many guys I find are still doing this. So my last tip and something that I'm going to leave with you on today's podcast is to make sure that you are following a proper program. Make sure you are following a proper plan that has taken into consideration all of the things specific about you. And if you're struggling, obviously, you can reach out to me. I'll be happy to help you with this because obviously this is what I do with my online coaching business, The Dad Bod Project. And yeah, that is it. That's it for today. And I thought that was a good one. I thought we started the week off with some fire. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on this. I'd love to know what your comments are. I'd love to know the situation that you are currently in as well. If you want to reach out with, to me in the DMs, I'll be happy to see if I can be the best fit for what it is that you are wanting. If you feel like you're currently spinning your wheels, then make sure you reach out and I'll see if we can help in any way, shape or form. So that was a good one. Thank you so much for your attention. Thank you so much for your eyeballs. I super appreciate you. I hope you have a beautiful start to the week. I hope you have a killer productive rest of the week. And we'll do it all again tomorrow. And we'll have some more fun. So that's it from Coach Daniel from the DadBot Project. Thank you so much for your attention. We'll chat soon. Ciao. Thank you so much for tuning into the DadBot Pod Podcast the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern-day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words DadBod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.